We read a little earlier from John's Gospel and chapter 15, and I would like us to turn our thoughts now to verse 5 in, in that chapter. John chapter 15 and verse 5, where the Lord Jesus Christ says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. There are many people in the world, past and present, who have achieved great things. And we, we look up to, to such people. We admire such people. We, we learn from such people. But there is one man who towers above all of us. One man who towers above all others in his character and in his achievements. There's nobody else who even comes close to, to this man. And this is a man whom we do not just look up to and admire and learn from. But this is a man whom, whom we are to love. Whom we are to trust. Whom we are to follow. The, the greatest privilege, the, the greatest joy that a, a human being can, can know is to, to be united to this man, to be joined to, to, to this man in, in such a way that we, we benefit now and for all eternity from the things that, that he has done. And who is this man? Well, of course, this man is, is the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Son of God, the one who, who spoke these, these wonderful words. The, the Lord Jesus described himself and his work in many different ways. He described himself and his work in, in different ways in order to show us who he is and, and in order to show us that, that in him, we find everything that we need. Think of some of the ways that the Lord Jesus described himself just in, in this gospel, just in, in John's gospel. He said, I am the bread of life, the one who can satisfy the, the hunger of of our souls. He said, I am the, the light of the world, the one who can overcome the darkness of sin and unbelief. He said, I am the, the gate, I am the door, the, the one through whom we can belong to the, the people of God. He said, I am the, the good shepherd, the one who, who knows his sheep, the one who saves his sheep, the one who laid down his life for his sheep, the one who, who cares for his sheep. He, he described himself in this way. He said, I am the, the resurrection and the life, the one who has overcome death, the, the one who gives us hope in the, in the face of death. 
He, he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. He, he is the one who can bring us to God, the one who can bring us to heaven. The, the Lord Jesus Christ is everything that, that we could wish for. Thou, O Christ, art all I want. More than all in thee I find. And here, in chapter 15 and verse 5, he describes himself as the vine. I am the vine. And I just want to make two simple points, really, from, from this verse. And the first is, is just this, that, that Jesus Christ is the, the vine. Jesus Christ is the vine. He says here in verse 5, I am the vine. Uh, a few verses earlier in verse 1, he said, I am the true vine. Now these words were, were spoken by, by Jesus to his disciples the night before he died. And they would have understood almost certainly more, more quickly than we do what, what he meant by these words. To begin with, living in a Mediterranean climate, they, they were more familiar with seeing grapevines and, and vineyards than, than we are. But there's, there's another reason that they would have grasped the significance of these words more, more quickly than, than we do. They, they were Jews. They, they knew the, the Old Testament scriptures. And they knew that in different places throughout the Old Testament, God described the nation of Israel as a, as a vine. He described the nation of Israel as a, as a vineyard. Let me, let me just give two examples, perhaps the two best known examples. Psalm 80 and verses 8 and 9. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou preparest room before it and it's caused it to take deep root and it, it filled the land. The, the, the people of Israel were a vine that, that was brought out of Egypt and was, was planted in the, the, the land of, of Canaan. Or listen to these words from the, the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 1. Now I will sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine. And built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes. And then verse 7 of Isaiah chapter 5, the vineyard, the, Lord, the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel. And the men of Judah, his pleasant plant. God established the, the people of Israel as a, as a vine, as a, as a vineyard. And the purpose of a vine, the purpose of a vineyard is, is to produce fruit. And that was the, the purpose of the, 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 the people of Israel, to, to produce fruit. To produce fruit for God in the world. To produce fruit that brought glory to God. 
to produce the fruit of showing God, showing the glory of God to the world. Israel was to be a a holy people. It it was to produce the fruit of of holiness, to be a, a holy people to God in the world. And yet this vine, this vineyard that God planted, it, it did not produce fruit. Israel was not the fruitful vine that it, it should have been. Listen again to Isaiah chapter 5. He fenced it, gathered out the stones. Planted it with the choicest vine, built a tower in the midst of it, made a wine press therein, looked that it should bring forth grapes. And it brought forth wild grapes. Isaiah 5 and verse 7 The vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, the men of Judah, his pleasant plant. And he looked for judgment, but behold, oppression. For righteousness, but behold, a cry. Israel was not the fruitful vine that it should have been. And now, Jesus Christ, himself an Israelite, comes into the world and says, I am the true vine. I am the vine. He is the the true Israelite. He is what Israel should have been. He is the the fruitful vine. He is the one who who produces fruit in the world. He produced the fruit that the, the nation of Israel failed to produce. Jesus Christ brought forth fruit to the glory of God. Everything he ever did, everything he ever said, everything he ever thought... Everything he ever desired brought glory to to God in the world. He he produced the the, the fruit of a a holy life for, for God in the world. Everything about Jesus Christ was good and right and and fruitful and, and honoring to God. And there's more. Jesus Christ produced a a kind of fruit that Israel as a nation could never produce. Jesus Christ produced the fruit of salvation for sinners. The fruit of salvation for people who are lost and far from God in their sins. That's that's why Jesus died upon the cross. He's speaking here to his disciples the night before he died. Why why did he die? Why why did he go to the cross the the next day? Why why did he suffer all that he suffered in the, the hours that followed? Well, he explains a little earlier. Listen to what he says in in chapter 12. Verses 23 and 24, Jesus answered them saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. 
when a seed goes into the ground. It produces fruit. And Jesus said that in the same way he would die, he would be buried in the ground. He would die and be buried in order to produce fruit. That's why he he went to Calvary. That's why he died on the cross to produce the fruit of of salvation. Through his death upon the cross, God's holy anger upon sin is is satisfied. And those who turn from their sin and and put all of their trust, all of their their faith in Jesus Christ are are saved, are forgiven, are, are at peace with God. This is the the fruit that that Jesus Christ has produced. This is the fruit that his death has produced. The fruit of countless people all over the world being saved from their sins. And as a result of all of this then, Jesus was able to say, I am the vine. I am the the, the true vine. He is the one who, who produces fruit. Fruit for God. Fruit for the glory of God. The fruit of salvation in the world. And so, yes, we admire men and women who have achieved great things in politics and science and education and sport. But no man has produced fruit like this man. I am the vine. I am the true vine. And so, if our first point this morning is simply that that Jesus Christ is the vine, our second point is simply this. To be a Christian is to be joined to the vine. To be a Christian is to be joined to the vine. What is a Christian? It's a very simple question, isn't it? Very basic question. What is a Christian? And yet, despite the simplicity of the question, it's one that produces all kinds of answers. A a whole host of answers have been given to to that question and, and, and still are given. Some people would say that a Christian is is somebody who, who's not something else. You, you know, the, the kind of um, questions you might get on the, on the census form. What religion do you identify yourself as? Well, I, I'm not a Muslim, I'm not a Hindu, I'm not an atheist, I, I, I am a spare Christian. Some people would, would, would think about it a bit more and would take it a bit further than that and that they might say, well, a, a Christian is somebody who who goes to church? Christian is somebody who, who goes to church on a, on a Sunday, they, they, they may say. Well, somebody else may, may think about it a, a bit more deeply still and, uh, and, and take it further than that and, and say, well, a, a Christian is somebody who goes to church and is serious about it. They, they don't just go to church to tick a box, but be, because they, 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 they want to go. The Lord Jesus Christ here takes it much further again. 
he says that a Christian is somebody who is joined to him. A Christian is somebody who is united to him. A Christian is somebody who is joined to him, united to him in the same way that a branch is joined to the vine, in the same way that a branch is united to the vine. That's what it is to be a Christian. It's to be a branch that is united to the vine in such a way that the life of the vine is in them. The life of the vine is is in the branch. Um, George Whitfield, great, great preacher of the, the 18th century. So many people came to faith through Whitfield's preaching. How, how did Whitfield come to faith? George Whitfield came to faith through, through reading a book, a book by a man named Henry Scougal, and the, the title of the book was the, the Life of God in the Soul of Man. That's what it is to be a Christian. To have the life of God in your soul, to be so united to Jesus Christ that, that his life, the life of God is, is in you. I am the vine, ye are the branches, he says to his disciples. And being united to Jesus Christ in this way, being joined to, to Jesus Christ in this way, a Christian is somebody who, who produces fruit. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. You know, many, many people look at their lives, don't they, and, and ask questions like, well, what, what, what have I done? What, what, what have I achieved? What, what have I done in my life that's of lasting value? What, what fruit have, have I produced? Maybe you sometimes have those kind of thoughts yourself. You look back over your life and say, well, what, what, what's, what's there? What, what have I produced? What's, what's my fruit? Well, what kind of fruit do you want to produce? What kind of fruit are you, you looking for when you, you look for fruit in, in your life? What's the most important kind of fruit that, that you can produce? What kind of fruit does God want you to produce? He desires in you the fruits that he desired in Israel. He, he desires in you that you, you show the, the glory of God to the world. By living a holy life for God in the world. The kind of fruit that we, we read of later on in the, the New Testament. Where the Apostle Paul says in his letter to the Galatians that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. That's the kind of fruit that, that God desires, that God looks for. 
But he, he looks for it in you and in me. But there's only one way that you can ever produce that fruit. And that's if you know God, if you are right with God, if you are a Christian, if you are joined to Jesus Christ. Only the branches that are joined to the vine can produce fruit. Only those that are joined to Jesus Christ can, can produce this fruit. Can know God and enjoy God and can glorify God in, in the world. So, so Jesus says in, in this verse. I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If you're, if you're not united to Jesus Christ, if you're not in Christ, if you're not joined to him as the, the branch to the vine, you, you cannot produce fruit. Cannot produce the, the fruit of the Spirit. Cannot produce the fruit that, that brings glory to God. Let's, let's imagine that you're taking a stroll through a vineyard. Maybe some of you have, have done that. I, I don't know. You're, you're, you're taking a stroll through a, a vineyard one day. Uh, and you see lots of different branches in that vineyard. Let's, let's think about some of the different branches that you see as you take your stroll through the vineyard. First of all, as you, you walk through the vineyard, you, you see some branches that are separate from the vine. You see some branches that are lying on the ground. They, they've come away from the vine. They, they, they've withered. They've been blown around by by the wind. The, the, these branches, they're, they're not joined to the vine in, in any way. And when the gardener comes into the vineyard, he, he gathers those branches up. And he throws them into the fire. Burns them. And people who do not abide in Jesus Christ, people who are, who are not united to Christ, who are not joined to Christ, they're, they're, they're like these, these branches. Look at what he says in the next verse, verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. John Calvin says of, of this passage that, that the main point of this parable is to show that we are by nature barren and dry. A branch that is not joined to the vine simply cannot produce fruit. What's, what's life all about? What's, what's the purpose of life? Why, why are you here? I, I don't just mean why are you here now in, 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 this, in this service, but, but why are you here? Why, why are you here in this world? Why, why, why do you live? Why, why do you exist? It, it, it's to know God. To glorify God. 
to enjoy God, to, to produce fruit for God. That's, that's why you are here. That's why I am here. That's why everybody is here. But sin, sin has separated you and me and everybody else from God. So that we, we do not produce that, that fruit that's, that we ought to produce. And the only way to be saved from sin, the only way to know God, the only way to live as we are meant to live, the only way to produce fruit for God is to be joined to the vine, to be joined to Jesus Christ. Oh, there, are, there are lots of people, aren't there, who are, who are very nice. And very respectable. And quietly go their way and enjoy a, a comfortable life. But if they are not joined to the vine, they, they cannot produce godly fruit. And Jesus says that if a man abide not in me, he's a branch that withers. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. And when Jesus speaks here of the, the branches that are separate from the vine being cast into the fire and burned, we, we cannot read those words without thinking of some of the things Jesus said elsewhere. Some of the things he said about hell. The place where people outside of him spend eternity suffering the punishment that their, their sin deserves. Listen to these words from Mark chapter 9, from the lips of, of the Lord Jesus. He speaks of hell as a place where the worm dies not and the fire is not quenched. So you take your stroll through the vineyard and there are some branches that are completely separate from the vine. But then as you take your straw through the vineyard, there are, there are other branches you see. And there are some branches that are on the vine but produce no fruit. And as you, you walk through the, the vineyard and you, you see these branches on the vine, to, to your untrained eye, perhaps, they, they, they look like good, healthy branches. But if you look more closely, or if an expert comes with you and, and looks at those branches, you, you see that there, there's no fruit on them. And the reason that there's no fruit on those branches is that there, there, there's no real connection between those, those branches and the vine. The life of the vine is not flowing into those branches. They, they look as though they belong to the vine. They, they look as though they have life. But those branches are dead. And the sign of this is that there is no fruit. And those branches there that are not truly connected to the vine, those branches that, that do not produce fruit, they are, they are also cut off. And they become the branches that wither away and are burned. 
Verse 1, Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. What a, a solemn thing it is to think that there are people who look as though they are united to Jesus Christ but are not. Judas Iscariot was such a person. He spent three years with Jesus and the other disciples. Saw Jesus do wonderful things. Heard Jesus say wonderful things. He himself went out with the others and, and did wonderful things in the, in the name of, of the Lord Jesus. Just a few verses earlier, we're told that he went out into the night in order to betray the Lord Jesus. He was a branch that was not truly joined to the vine. Uh, and the Lord Jesus spoke of such people in the, the Sermon on the Mount. Listen to, to what he, he said in, in Matthew chapter 7. He, he talks in, in verse 16 about about fruit and the, the the need for fruit you you know them by their fruits do men gather grapes of thorns or figs or thistles every good tree brings forth good fruit a corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is shewn down and cast into the fire wherefore by their fruit ye shall know them and then listen to what comes next not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Such people can be busy and active in, in churches. People can be busy and active in charitable works. But that's not the same as producing real spiritual fruit. It's not the same as producing that fruit of the Spirit we, we read about in Galatians. It's not the same as producing the fruit of love for Christ and, and growing in Christian character and lifestyle that, that brings glory to God in the world. Isn't it a fearful thing that Jesus says, many, many will say to me on that day, Lord, we, we've done this, that, and the other, and he'll say, ah, but you, you weren't joined to me. As a branch to the vine, I... I I never knew you. <laughs> to produce real fruit, you have to be truly joined to the vine. You have to be truly joined to, to Jesus Christ. But then as you're taking your stroll through this, this vineyard, you, you've seen some branches that are lying on the ground separate from the vine. And you've seen some branches that, that are on the vine, but they're, they're not truly connected to the vine. They're, they're, they're not producing any fruit. 
But then there's another kind of branch you see as you take this stroll through the vineyard. And there are some branches on the vine that are full, full of fruit. And there are clusters of grapes hanging from, from these branches. And the reason that these are fruitful branches is that they are truly joined to the vine. There's a real connection between them and the vine. The life of the vine is, is in them. The life of the vine is, is flowing into these branches and they produce fruit. Jesus says here, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. A Christian abides in Christ and Christ abides in them. There's a real living connection between them. They themselves are the fruit of Christ's work, the, the fruit of salvation. And they then produce fruit, produce fruit that brings glory to God. They live holy lives in fellowship with God that, that show that they truly are Jesus' disciples. Jesus says in verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. And we've noted from this verse, verse 5, that there is no fruit outside of Christ. Without me, ye can do nothing. But the other side of that is that there is much fruit in Christ. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. It's in Christ that you know God. It's in Christ that you enjoy God. It's in Christ that you're able to live for the, the glory of God. It's in Christ, in Christ alone, that, that, there is, that there is fruit. And on the last day, the branches that are joined to the vine, the branches that bear fruit, they, that they are not thrown into the fire with those withered branches lying on the ground. But they are welcomed into Christ's immediate presence. The previous chapter, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. I give this prayer a little later. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me. In ourselves we are, as Calvin said, barren and dry. But in Jesus Christ, we are alive and fruitful. So Jesus Christ is the vine. And to be a Christian is to be joined to the vine. To be joined to him. So come to him. Come to, to Jesus Christ. Don't, don't continue apart from him any longer. Don't, don't live like a branch 
that, that's not connected to anything, that is withered and is, is blown around here and there. That, that's how many people live their lives, isn't it? You see branches being blown along the ground on a, a windy day, blown here, there and everywhere. And that's how so many people seem to live. Come to Christ. Come to Jesus Christ and, and tell him your sin. Ask him to save you from it. De depend upon him to, to save you from it. Entrust yourself to him and, and, and to him alone. Abide in him. Remain in him. Hear his voice and, and follow him. Come to him and know the joy of, of belonging to the, the true vine. The joy of belonging to Jesus Christ.